Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gallagher Shots YouTube channel and podcast. Back with another match reaction. I am your host for this one, Chris, joined by the ever-present Scott. Scott, you must be getting sick of this channel at the minute because every video I think you're featuring on. Um, but always nice to have you, mate. Cheers. Uh, and not at all. Um, happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's just dive straight in it. Obviously, this is a match reaction on the back of the defeat to Manchester City. We always knew that this was going to be a tough task, Scott. Um, I think a lot, well, I think everybody would have preferred a team that wasn't fighting for the Premier League title after our cup final defeat as well and, and rather a game where Eddie Howe could potentially use that as a, a springboard, really, to, to get the lads back on the feet. But unfortunately, it wasn't the case. Newcastle did lose two goals to nil. But just to start off with, Scott, we'll, we'll go through the starting lineup because we got word of this around well, 15 minutes before kickoff that there were some big shocks in regards yep. to changes made by Eddie Howe. So, so let's just go through them there now. Obviously, the first one, we knew it was going to happen. Nick Pope comes straight back in between the sticks. The shock for me, if we're talking about that substitute, is that, uh, sorry, that, that change is that Carius wasn't even a substitute. Carius dropped out of the squad completely. Do you think that's a little bit harsh? I think it's very harsh. I think uh, we talked about this on the preview as well. Um, like you more than you know warranted at least staying in the in the in the squad for for this one. Um, whether it's he's done that to keep Dubravka happy, whether he's done that you know just because he thinks well Dubravka's got you know he's maybe more match ready. Don't know. Um, obviously, you, you you never really want to use your substitute goalkeeper, and you never mm. really. You know, most times you don't have to. Um, so yeah, it was it was a. I th- I th- it was to answer your question. It was very very harsh. Um, for Do them think to just come straight back in. I'm I'm saying that, but if you're asking me this question before the Carabao Cup final, who's our second choice goalkeeper? It's Dubravka all day yeah. long, and I think yeah. yes, Carrius had had a decent game against Man United at Wembley. Didn't have a fantastic game, so probably without using sentiment and, and, and obviously thanking Carrius for that performance in that final, probably Dubravka does come in because he is your best after Pope. Yeah, 
I mean, if he's if he's second choice, which we all assume he is, then he has to come back in if he's fit and he's available. Like that, that sends the wrong message to be like, well, okay, Carrie's played okay in the final; he gets to stay on the bench. So yeah, maybe it was more of just a a ranking, um, yeah, order than anything else. Um, just in front of Nick Pope, another change, something else which was highlighted in, in our group chat. I'm not sure if it was mentioned on the preview, but Fabian Shaw just took a, his usual head injury um, in, in most games, which he gets. But the one against Manchester United has kept him out. So uh, because of, of that that slight concussion, Eddie Howe classed it as, um, Jamal Lascelles comes in, um, just reclaims that captain's armband. And yep. that's what sent Twitter in a meltdown, mate. The arrival of Lascelles. It did. I mean, for the Fabian Scher thing, I, I, I think it's a seven-day protocol where if you have any form of concussion from a game you've got to kind of sit out for seven days so i don't even know if he would have been training i haven't seen any of the videos of the the pictures that they put out this week um i didn't see them post any i know they did put them out but i didn't actually see them um i was surprised that eddie howe didn't mention it in his press conference on friday there was absolutely no mention of it at all whether that was you know playing cards close to the chest so you know, Pep Guardiola doesn't really uh, know what's happening. I think but the only yeah. thing which was highlighted, Scott, was there was a question asked about Bruno because there was concerns about Bruno going into this game. And I think Eddie yeah. Howe said that that he's fine, he's fit, and there's no further injury concerns. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the surprise because obviously the well, I don't know, do you class concussion as an injury? I suppose if the player's out, it's keeping you out on the injury yeah. list. Yeah, um, for me, and and I think I tweeted about this as well. Um, I would have liked to have seen him play Dan Byrne and Botman together as a back two and then bring back in Matty Target, who would probably be a better um, left-back in terms of speed against mm. Phil Ford, and, and we saw what happened, we'll come to that later. Um, but that's hindsight. I mean, you know, Eddie Howe's going to pick the best players that he has. Maybe his Matt Target isn't fully fit to play a full 90 minutes. So well, that's Just because just you mentioned it as well, Scott, Dan Bird did do an interview um, before kickoff uh, where he, he sat in the dugout. I can't remember who it was. In, it might be Julian Lescott, maybe. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, was it Lescott? I can't remember. Um, Lescott Ferdinand, who else was there? I can't remember. Somebody Rafa, was interviewing him. It? <laughs> it wasn't. Him. Uh, um, somebody <laughs> was interviewing him. Um, and he asked the question, what is your best position? What's your favourite position? And he says, well, I'm a centre-back. I'm a centre-half. Yeah. And he says, but most of my Premier League career, I have played at left-back. So do you think do you think it's a matter of time before Dan Byrne does get moved into that centre-back position or are we strong enough with the partnership between Botman and Fabian where Dan Byrne might actually be fighting for a starting spot? I think the latter. And I think because... Both Botman and Dan Byrne are left-sided central centre-backs. So, you know, because I, th I think if you, if you look at Botman's stats, he can also play in that left-back position if, at a stretch. I mean, uh, you wouldn't want him to, but he can fill in in that role. And he always starts on the left-hand side uh, of the of the back two uh, when he's with us. Um, so I think if, if you've got all, was it four centre-backs we've got now? All four fit, and you're playing Matt Target at left-back, I think it's it's Botman and Shaw all day. Like I think they're the, they're the they're the two main men, and then you know the other two are unfortunately fighting for the position, and and that includes Dan Byrne, which is a bit of a shame. Mm. Um. So moving on, the next change and the final change, which Eddie Howe yep. made, another another shock one for me. Mm -hmm. Um. Maxi drops out yeah. of the starting eleven, and Anthony Gordon comes in. 
Maxi obviously will know how probably his best game this season came against Manchester City at St James's Park. He had got man of match performance against uh, Liverpool, yeah. and he was decent against Man United as well. He always looked lively and looked at, at wanting to go forward where a lot of the team members weren't, a lot of the other players weren't. Mm-hmm. So I was massively shocked with that one. It doesn't look like it's any sort of injury concerns or any niggles or anything like that. It just looks like she had tactics and tactical yeah. reasons that Eddie Howe has done that. So three, three, well, sorry, three changes, but two big shocks for me. Yeah, and and, and to touch on the, the, the maxi for Gordon, I, I was surprised to see that happening. Um, I thought he might start Gordon, but I thought it might have been Mickey who would have made way um, and on the other side. And maybe he's even moved Maxi to that other side and then start Gordon on the left, but they can both kind of interchange. Um, yeah, I think I, I think the only the only thing I can think of is, is that maybe it's, it's a mentality thing off the final. Some players deal with it better than others and losing a big game like that. So maybe it was just a case of, well, you know, you've, you've, you've maybe haven't reacted to that how I wanted to, so I'm going to put you on the bench and you can come on as an impact sub. We don't know. We don't. We've got no mm. idea what's going to happen there. But that's the only thing that I can think of the reason why maybe Eddie Howe has done what he did. But you know, he'll have his reasons, and you've got to you've got to back him for that. I mean, you know, it's a big big decision. The other thing with that is, I mean, it, it keeps the opposition guessing. Gordon hasn't started yeah. a game for us all season, so they maybe won't know what to expect with Gordon in an Eddie Howe side. Mm. Well. Just because we mentioned him and sticking with Gordon, if we dive through into the game and go through some key moments of the game, I think the first chance lands to, to Anthony Gordon, does, yeah. and he swipes and swings at fresh air, mate. Yeah. Absolutely. If if that had been Jolin doing that back in the days of of striker Jolin, and there would have been hell on because he's running with the ball, then he goes to swing. He's left foot, I believe it is. Then just with his right. Big toe, just nicks at first and goes out of play, mate. Um, it just sums up the last few games that that we've played in where we're getting ourselves in decent positions and it was a very good position. I'm not saying he's going to score from this position, but he should no. certainly be hitting the target from it. He should be hitting and the ball. Exactly, he should be hitting the ball, <laughs> never mind the target, the ball. But it's, it's just, it, it was comical, wasn't it? It was, and I mean, it, it's early in the game, so you can kind of forgive him for that. You know, I think it was his first real involvement uh, mm. of anything of of any sort in terms of an attack and threat um and it's just one of them things he's he's kind of the foot he uses to to plant on the ground to, to give him that stability for the swing of the shot just nicks the ball at the wrong time and you know he's got Kyle Walker next to him who's keeping up with him in pace and he's still got the keeper to beat who's a very good goalkeeper so you know you cannot say oh well he was definitely going to score because you know you've no, no idea what was going to happen but at least he could try and get the shot on target but it is what it is like i say it's just one of those unlucky things early in the game maybe it's a bit of rust because he hasn't started maybe a lot of games um maybe mm. it's just a little bit of sharpness but yeah it, i'm not it you can't hold it anything happens. against him for that like it's one of those no, things that happens absolutely it happens but just like the story of the, the last like i said the last couple of games or scott we, we get ourselves in these areas we get decent yeah. chances we're creating decent chances right the way through the game but we can't capitalize on them and it's opposition who who hit first yeah. And in Manchester City, Phil Foden picks that ball up on the right-hand side, outside of the box, probably about 30 yards away from goal. Yeah, yeah. And he just picks that up and keeps on driving and driving and going to the point where I think Anthony Gordon tries to, to give him a little nudge to, to push him off balance. 
Then he does really well, taking nothing away from mm-hmm. Phil Foden, does yeah. really well. Great, great <clears throat> opportunities created himself there. Yeah. And he, he hits the ball. And Rio Ferdinand described that as an exquisite finish. Um, mm. He hits the target, <laughs> but it takes a yeah. big deflection, which takes it, it away does. from Nick Pope, similar to what we saw in yeah. the cup final uh, where Botman yeah. sticks his leg out and Botman has to do that. I'm not blaming Botman since he has to do it. Yeah. Um, but that's the reason Nick Pope doesn't save that shot. Um, but it just shows you the quality of Manchester City, doesn't it, right there? One player yeah. makes a difference. I mean, he, he goes past Dan Byrne like he's not even there, which is yeah. a bit of a shame. I think Dan Byrne's on his heels trying to turn and by the time that happens, Foden's away and past him. And then I think it's I think it's Bruno Gordon and Botman who were, yeah. who were on him. And nobody wants to stick a leg out because yeah. he's in that flow where the tiniest touch he'll go down and ends a yeah. penalty. So, you know, stick your leg out, give a penalty, probably going to be a goal, concede a goal. You can't really complain about much other than maybe it's the initial play of, you know, Dan Byrne maybe he's could have done a bit better positionally mm. wise to stop Ford making that run. But like I say, I think if I remember rightly as well, it kind of went against the 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 rub of the green as well. I thought we were maybe on the on the front foot a bit more than than that. Uh, as soon as that before that goal went in, it was early on, like so. Uh, it was about 10, 15 minutes. So uh, yeah, so I think it was after that goal, Scott, where where Man City started domino dominate quite yeah. a bit. Possession just they, they stick with possession, and and that comes down to ourselves. It's it's our mistakes, which every single time we pick that ball up, whether it be up top, middle of the field, or or in defence. Nobody looked confident whatsoever. Everybody just, especially Trippier, and I'm going to highlight him for later on in this recording. Yeah. But every single one of them just didn't want the ball. They didn't look comfortable, and they didn't want to basically lift their heads up, see what was around them. It just seemed like head down, I'm just going to try and get rid of this ball. And every single time, it landed to a Manchester City player. Yeah. Every time. Yeah, I think I think a lot of that is obviously if Man City score early, and we touched on this in the preview, the floodgates have a chance to just fly open and you get beat 5-6-0. And it's very easy for that to happen. You know, you see some of the best teams in the world, then it happens to them against Man City. So I think a lot of the players would be like, okay, you know, suffered a second defeat in the league just recently. We've just lost the League Cup final. We don't want to be humiliated here. We don't want to go and just, you know, play our game and mm-hmm. risk, you know, it being 3-4-0 before half time. Let's sit back a bit. Let's do what we need to do. But like, as you say, I think that had a consequence of we just forgot to pass the ball we forgot to play football um and it reverted to you know long balls and, and just clearances and well sometimes i think there was an incident where sven botman just after the goal he, he kind of he won the ball back i think of harland and he just i was just screaming at the telly just put your foot through just get rid of it and he didn't and he lost it Tries to run out ended with up it. going off yeah. for a corner um so i think there was a bit of shell shock I think there was a little bit of right. Let's just not concede another one. Um, and this, and yeah, Scott, this just, isn't the first time where, where we're seeing these sort of mistakes and these errors. I've, we not. mentioned it quite a few times on reactions and match previews that we go the last this last game, whatever it may have been, that we're given opposition chances. We're basically gifting them chances. And Eddie Howe mentioned it in his press conference as well, said that we need to be clever, we need to be focused, and not give the ball away. And I lost count how many times we did it in that game. And it, we weren't the only one. De Bruyne had a pretty poor game as well. He he lost the ball a few times as well. Players slipping all over the shop. 
Yeah, um, I don't know if it had been raining or anything. It was all, the pitch seemed very, very slick. I know that's how City like to play, but I think Bruno was falling over quite a bit. And um, the some of took a tumble a couple down. of times yeah. as well. Yeah, the cells did. Um, yeah, it, it's a strange one. Um, it's almost like they had the wrong studs in, or you know, they had, had the wrong yeah. blades and whatever it is they have in the, the boots. Yeah, these Ma- days. Manchester City definitely um, had the sprinklers out before that. This <laughs> absolutely, game. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But the, ne- the next chance, it, it lands to us, mate. Well, the next yeah. decent chance, it lands to us. And I think we need to focus a little bit on Callum Wilson here because how many weeks now have we said that he doesn't look the same? He looks far from the player that, that was fighting to get in that England team to go to the World Cup. Since his return, he's looked far from the striker, which we once had with yeah. Callum Wilson. He doesn't look confident. He's... A player that used to win a lot of free kicks for us by backing into players, he's he's not getting the rub of the green with referees. Referees are just letting everything go, which I don't think is his fault, to be honest with you. But if we look at the chance that he gets, and and this has happened quite a bit recently with Callum Wilson, once again in a decent area, he should want to just like Gordon, he should be at least hitting the target with that Scott. Yeah. But he just gets it all wrong. Everything goes wrong. I know it takes a bounce, but everything's wrong about it from a decent ball in. Yeah, I mean, he's got time as well. There's not like as a, as a defender on his back and he swings at it and I think it hits his studs. I don't even think he makes a, a very good connection with it at all and it just uh, goes out. It's a, it's a good ball in. You know, we, we've, we were criticised uh, by, you know, not putting crosses into the box. I felt like this today. Mm. We did that a little bit more. Maybe it's not as much as we would like to see, but there was a good couple of crosses going in. But that one, yeah, I think I put a comment in our group chat, like if, if Callum Wilson had that chance in October, it, the, the net's bulging, like oh, he's, he's scoring it all day, every day. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I I just don't know what it is with Callum Wilson at the moment. Like I say, since Qatar, he just hasn't been the same player. Um, he's looked lethargic. He's looked quite slow at times. Um, I think today, him backing into the defenders, I think the first time he actually won one of those challenges was about 30 minutes in the game. Um mm. It just and I, th- I think that was a great contest contest as well. Um, yeah. Callum Wilson and I can't remember the centre back's name. Uh, forgive us, but a great contest. But Lascelles was winning absolutely nothing. Yeah, um, it was like I said. It, it's what we've seen. But the thing is, who do you play instead? Because Isak isn't that sort of player who can do that. Mm. So you cannot really. Say well, oh well, we'll we'll play someone else and play the same style again because we haven't got anyone who can do that. Do you front. think if, if if the opposition was different, let's say if if we were going up against what's our next home game, Wolves? Our next home game is Wolves. Do you think after that cup final, let's say if it was Wolves, I think is a Forest next week. Um, it's Wolves then Forest. Is it whichever way it may be? Um, if we were playing one of those teams first, then do you think Eddie Howe may have went with Isaac? See, I, I see it the other way around. I think this game, and again, we're touching this in the preview, this was the chance to maybe try something new mm. because it's, you know, and, we, and again, we said this, it's not a free hit, and, you know, I hate using that term, but no one expects to win against Man City, and if you get a result, it's a bonus. So why not, you know, play a different hand and just see how they react because, you know, we'll come to this later. When the substitutes happened and the players that we're talking about came on the pitch, we looked at different sides. We'll, we'll go through them now, mate. So, yeah. so there's three substitutes made. Uh, you have Willick coming on for Longstaff. Yeah. Uh, Saint comes on for, for Gordon. Gordon, and Isaac yeah. comes on for Wilson. 
those are three decent substitutes to, to have at your disposal. Yeah, they, they, they really are. Um, and they change the game. As soon as those three Absolutely. players come on the field, it's all Newcastle. Everything mm-hmm. is Newcastle. And that's when a lot of the crosses start coming into the box. Joe Willock, I thought, for, for the impact he had against Man United in the final, well, it was pretty poor. The impact which he had on today's game, I thought he looked decent. Yeah, he was very decent. Um, that ball he put in, I think right right as he came on, I think for Joe. where Joe Linton just missed. I think he missed it as well. Um, shot him. It, I think it felt a, felt a Maxi who couldn't get a shot away. There was two defenders on him, as always. Um, yeah, I thought the impact of those three substitutes. You know, Isak did very well getting past players. You know, running with the ball, you can see what you see the quality he brings. Um, and then Saint Maximum, Saint Maximum. I mean, mm. you know, he's he's taking on players. He's you know, maybe he loses it once or two, once or twice, but that's the sort of player he is. Like, you've got to try these things. Out of his game. Got to try them, especially when you want, well, 1-0 down. 1-0 down at that um, point. But yeah, it was, I felt like the only thing I would have maybe liked to have seen, and it's because he wasn't doing much in this game, was maybe to have taken Miggy off instead mm. of Gordon. And I would have liked to have seen, like we said at the start, Gordon, Maxi and Isak be on that pitch just to see what they can do because I think that's, not only dangerous, there's a lot of pace there, especially when yeah. you're bringing on Joe Willock as well, who's, I think, one of the fastest players in the squad. Um, that would be dangerous. And, and maybe it was Eddie Howe not wanting to um, expose Kieran Trippier, who, you know, you mentioned he was getting a bit caught out of the mm. field a little bit, and you've got Miggy's legs for getting back. So, you know, again, Eddie will have his reasons why he made those substitutes. They were working up until, and I'm sure we're going to come with now, the, the Absolute second goal. punch, mate. Oh, a sucker punch. It, it really yeah. is. I, I, at this point in the game, when those three subs come on, I'm thinking, we might grab a yeah, goal yeah. here. Like we, yeah. we are at least going to score because they did look dangerous. Every time we got mm-hmm. the ball and went forward, would look dangerous. Like like you mentioned, Joe Willick put that, honestly, pinpoint cross in. Joe Linton, all he's got to do is, is make a decent connection with that. And, and that should be a goal all day long. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best chance of the game. Um, and we had a couple of decent opportunities after that. Yeah. Getting in decent positions, the ball getting just through across that six-yard box. Um, and I think a lot of it happened when when Murphy came on later in the game. Um, but before that, obviously the sucker punch comes. We're dominating the game, and Kieran Trippier once again just loses the ball. And I don't want to criticise Trippier too much because he's been the best signer that this club has made since yeah. since the takeaway. He's been phenomenal. That the what he's done to this football club, and how he's changed the mentality of this squad is second to none. But he can't be losing it there. He really can't no. be. And it wasn't the first time. So easily, he just gifts the ball, just wraps it up, puts a little ball on the top of it, and goes crack on lads. And yeah. It's it's Manchester City. You do that against these teams, and they'll break you every single time. And and before we know it, we're dominating the game and two 0 down once again. Yeah, and I think that really took the wind out of our sails uh, when that second second goal went in. I think there's Aki that he that he passed the ball to. Yeah, it was. Um, it's it was. Uh, do you know what it is? It's a blind pass. He he doesn't know what's around him. And he, he just kicks the ball without looking and he, and he thinks there's a player running and I think it's Maxi who's next to him. Maybe that was after the goal because he did it. He did mm. exactly the same thing about five minutes after the goal. Um, but yeah, I mean, they cut inside. Haaland's got two central defenders by him. Who, by the way, I do want to call out Lascelles and Botman nullified Haaland up until that one little assist, that little flick. And for yeah. the rest of the game, 
he got nothing. Um, so they did really well against him. But I think if we take a positive from the game, then, it probably yeah. that that's what I immediately think of how well yeah. they 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 dealt with with Haaland. They, they really did, and I think the commentators highlighted saying if, if you're a centre back going up against. Holland, you have to be physical, you have to match his strength, and you've got to yeah. stay with him. And the cells and Botman almost every single time just shepherd him away from the ball. I thought yeah. they did really, really well, and it doesn't really reflect how well they played to be on the end of a 2 0 defeat. It doesn't, but it happens. Yeah. But I think the likes of the cells will, will take a lot of confidence from that performance. Yeah, I mean, considering, you know. When we saw the lineup, and I think Twitter went into a meltdown saying, Oh, it's, it's going to be a high scoring free for all for Holland mm. up against Lascelles. He's proved a lot of people wrong today. Uh, he's done himself no harm. Um, but yeah, to to get back to the goal, I think because they're doubled up on him, the space is there for space. Bernardo to yeah. just make that run. Holland gets the flick, and then it just falls to him, and, and he's finishing that every every day of the week. It doesn't matter who's yeah. in goal. Um, yeah, and like you say, that that really took the wind out of Wasils, and and I think even you know watching the game, it it took a lot of the interest out of it. It was like, mm. okay, we're two 0 down. You could see how we reacted. It wasn't great. I think we brought on Jacob Murphy, um, who once again did well when he did well. Yeah, he put in a good couple of crosses, um, but yeah, it just it just wasn't meant to be. I mean, you play Man City that he had to only come away two 0 is seen by a lot of teams as a good result. Maybe it's not to us, but to only concede two against them when they're in a good form at the moment, they're playing some decent football. I think know. I think the thing for me, Scott, I think if we look at this as as where we want to be in the future, okay, and I know we're ahead of schedule with with, oh, yeah. with the plans of the football club going forward, but that doesn't excuse not being able to finish our chances. Like no. far from it, no, not at all. That, that, that's a game where where they had decent chances, we had decent chances. That could have easily been a draw. It, it could have yeah. been. Um, and because the likes of, of Wilson and Joel and, and and I think we had a header as well, which was a decent header, um, which it's it's just poor, mate. It really is. It, it's poor. And I think, I think Eddie Howe now has to look at that going into this game against Wolves thinking, we need to change something up top. We'll have to. Callum Wilson, he can't keep on being loyal to Callum Wilson when your striker isn't scoring goals. Absolutely. I think... I think as a team, I think there was a stack point. We've only scored three this year. The lowest uh, scoring which, team in the Premier League yeah, since lowest scoring January. In the Premier League since, yeah, that's that's a concern um, because we were getting goals and, and it wasn't everywhere. Wilson getting them all. We're getting them from everywhere. I mean, I think Miggy's still our top goal scorer on mm. 11. Um, so that tells you everything you need to know about how we were playing uh, You know, before this. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to be clicking. And I don't know, you know, if Eddie's doing finishing training uh, in the training ground, I'm assuming he is, but if not, he needs to because it's been, it's not just this week and it's not just last week in the final. It's been for a good couple of months now uh, that where we've just been not being able to, you know, finish our dinner or, or it's or ever since chances. It's ever since Sean Longstaff learned how to score and <laughs> learn <laughs> yeah. how to hit the target. Uh, I, it's like yeah. that, it's like that, um, that scene of Space Jam where they take yeah. the powers off a professional. Basketball players. I think Longstaff's just took the powers off everybody else in the team so he could score those two goals and nobody else can hit the target now. It's it's just how I look at the minute. And and do you know what it is? We're saying this every single week. It's not a bad performance. It's not. It, it's nope. a game where we've lost. And I'll probably say that the last three games, so it's it's three on the bounce now, three defeats on the bounce to, to Liverpool, 
Man United in the, in the cup final and now Man City. I think Man United's probably the worst performance out of all three of those. Yeah, but yeah, it still wasn't a bad performance. It still wasn't. And that's what, what annoys me the most is that we're putting a shift in. The lads are doing decent across the field, almost everywhere, apart from that final third. And it's it's really annoying. Yeah, I mean, if you zoom out, we're only, what, 18 months into this journey? Yeah. 19 months into this journey. You know, this time last season, we would be would be happy with a 2-0 defeat against Man City at the Etihad. Mm. Um, you would expect to lose against Liverpool and Man U. Like, this season, yeah, maybe we've overachieved, but we're playing good football and we're, we're just we're this close. All we need is a little bit more quality, and I think if we get that in the summer... When does our mentality be... change? To be when the did team? it change? No, like, when does it need to change? Rather than being like, we're so... so fresh into this this new Newcastle United. At what point does it switch to be like, I'm not happy with that? I think... Is it when the squad gets season full not went the way confidence? It would have been the end of next season, for me personally. Mm. But because we've overachieved, I hate using that word, but you know, we, yeah. we, we're punching no, over yeah. especially. Um, I think if we start next season and we're still having struggles scoring goals after a summer transfer window, which... I think everybody's expecting to probably be one of our biggest summer transfer windows in recent memory, uh, mm. judging on the players going out and players coming in, because we've got a lot of contracts expiring. We've got a lot of players who yeah. need to move on and probably will want to move on. Um, I think, yeah, if, if it gets like October and we're still struggling to score, that's when you go, okay, this isn't something else isn't right. Um, mm. You know, I... <laughs> you know, you're not going to see how out tweets or anything like that from anybody. I don't think for a long, long time because he's got enough money in the bank to last him, you know, for years. But yeah, of course, it's a funny sport. I mean, you know, we could start next season not win a game for you know a good few a good few weeks, and it'll happen. There'll be some people out there who'll be who'll be questioning the, the leadership and the management. Um, but yeah, I just think we're just, we're just missing that that little bit of quality. In some of the players, and and if we can upgrade those players in the summer, you know, there's not a there's not a question in my mind that we'll be, you know, in the same position, if not better, next yeah. season. Um, 100%. In terms of position, hundred percent, mate. Um, I think just to sum it up, though, it's just just a frustrating game there that the Eddie had. It, it really is. We're, once again, creating chances, but just kind of finding the back of the net, and and it was different different to, to other games where we we've discussed there how the, the the lads look like they're trying to score. A, a, uh, what's a, a pleasing goal? Yeah, yeah like trying to, to to score a goal for the cameras rather than just hitting it when mm-hmm. they can. Trying to score that that perfect team goal, like they have previously done and tried against Liverpool and Man United. This one will actually change things slightly. We're trying to just throw the ball in the box, but we're just once again we just couldn't get the ball hit the back of the net. And I think now that. Next games, the next two games coming up are crucial. They, they really are. I think, I think we need to take maximum points from those games. Yeah. If I'm being honest, I think we need all six. I all think six Forest will be a tough two. game, but I think against Wolves, Forest. we should at least we we need to take three points against Wolves. Yeah. Um, you get a draw against Forest, that's a bad result on the grand scheme of things. But the way they're playing, it's it's also a pretty decent, mm. you know, take back again. But I get what you're saying. Like 
I would want six points from these next two games. Yeah, you need to start taking the league and, and the rest of the season now by the scruff of the neck. We need a decent yeah. end to the season because we've hit this bit of a, a dry spell. Comes the goals and, and, and three points. Been a while since it's happened. Mm-hmm. And we just need to, to, to try and get everything back on track now because we had such a good start up until the World Cup. Then we are always asked the question before the World Cup actually started. Is it a good thing? Will it be a bad thing? I think now looking back on it, for us, it was pretty bad because since that, we haven't hit that same sort yeah. of, of, of pattern which we're doing beforehand. Far from it. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I suppose the one thing you can take from it, we've only lost two games Yeah, since then. Like, you know, let, let, let's look at that as well and take that from as a positive because in the two games we've lost have been against Liverpool and Man City. Mm. I mean... It's the draws that don't help. But yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's the draws and not being able to score, which is the... The worry once those draws start turning into defeats, mm-hmm. that's when panic sets in, you know, and you start thinking, okay, we need to change formations or we need to, you know, change our style of play. I think Eddie Howe knows that, and I think Eddie Howe is well aware that we can't just rely on picking up one point every week or zero points. You've got to put three points on the board eventually. Um let's hoping it comes next week. Yeah, fingers crossed. One thing which I do want to mention before we go is just uh, as we started recording this one, um, the game ended at the stadium light, and I just want to highlight Dwight Gale yeah. doing the celebration, that celebration that everybody knows, yeah. the going up, going down, perfect. I love Dwight yeah. Gale, mate. I, I, like, I love him as a person. I think people that, that know the history of the channel always, well, they'll realise that I wasn't Dwight Gale's biggest fan in regards to Premier League quality striker, but for him to to still have that that love and affiliation to this football club, he was at the cup final last week, sitting with the fans, and this week he goes and celebrates in front of the Macams like that is is perfect, mate. Perfect. It made that defeat a little bit easier yeah, for me. Yeah, sweet, isn't it? It's, it's it just just uh, puts a little smile on your face at the end of the day when you've had a it does. had a rough rough game against Man City. It does, but yeah, um, thanks, mate. It's it's mm-hmm. been a pleasure, even though it wasn't a defeat. It, it's been a pleasure to to go over this. It's like a therapy session, isn't it? Just discussing it that. <laughs> but yeah, um, everybody watching, listen. If you want to like the video, it means a lot to us. It helps us go out to more, uh, even more Newcastle United fans. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the channel, it costs you absolutely nothing to do that. If you do want to give a little bit back, back that extra bit back to us, it is just two ninety nine a month to become a member. You get access to the Telegram group. Um, I haven't been on the Telegram this afternoon since the the defeat. But I'm guessing there's lots of, of chat and debate going on there at the moment. You'll get access to, to videos as well, earlier than others, and plenty more to come. And um, Scott has just built a website as well. Scan the QR shots. code. I'll put it right there. So scan that. Scan that QR code right there, and uh, yeah, have a look so at the yeah, website. Scan that, and that'll take you to the website. And it's basically just a hub to everything Gallagher shots related. But yeah, we'll see you next time. More stuff to come. Always smile face the podcast on Monday. Match previews coming this week, and yeah, plenty more. What are you doing? Sure. Bye, everyone. Sports Social Podcast Network.